Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, Talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this. Get this, Nair, yes, Nair, the OG, has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell absolutely amazing. I know this is not the smell that you're thinking of from the 90s when your mom first pulled this out for you. These smells will light up your bathroom, honestly. They'll make your shower experience better. It smells like a spa, actually. Oh, yeah, and how do you know this? Well, I just, I mean, Nair's in the household, so anytime Nair's used, it smells like a spa. You probably don't even know what it does. 
He takes hair away. <laughs> it works in as little as three minutes. You don't have to bother with nicks, cuts, shaves, and the smooth lasts so much longer than shaving. You're also not going to have to deal with any of those shave bumps or anything like that because the bumps are just as annoying as the nicks, right? Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all the nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates. You can feel good about what you're putting on your skin and you can have a little bit of a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. And as Ben, Ben smelled for himself and he likes it. It's been approved. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Welcome to the Almost Famous Podcast. We're back. It's the off season, and we cannot be more excited to be joining you all today to talk about a ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous amount of Bachelor headlines. Stuff is happening in Bachelor Nation, and it is exciting. But first off, we're going to check in with, uh, well, I would say uh, one of... If not the best mothers I know, Ashley Iconetti. Um, Ashley. You've never seen me in action, Ben. I see you on this How podcast in action. That? No, you're juggling a baby and a and a podcast mic and feeding all at the same time. It's impressive. Do you see his legs kicking yeah. around behind me? Yeah, that's pretty great. <laughs> um Ashley, how you holding up? Give us an update. I know it's the off season, so we have some time here to catch up with you. To tell us where your life is at. Ben, I wish that my life sounded interesting right now. I am the ultimate mom. And I'm like, uh, I now give my mom and like all other like stay at home moms so much credit. Yeah. Because running a house and a baby and taking care of a baby is so not easy. Plus, you know, I have other things like I have my podcast and we have social media work and all that. And there's just like no time in the day. I remember my mom, like still to this day, like whenever we're home, she's always like, there's not enough time in the day. Oh, I'm always doing something around this house. It never stops. And now it's like, I quote my mom to her now. I'm like, seriously, mom, like it never stops. There's always something I should be doing. Even before we had a baby, I was like, you know, whenever I'd sit on the couch and be watching a show, like there's that little voice in the back of your head saying, You should be doing this. You got to do this. You got to catch up on that. But all of it seems like, you know, it's not very urgent stuff. You're like, ah, should be being productive. I hate that. I hate that we feel like we always should be being productive in some sense. But now as a mom and now having a house instead of an apartment, but mostly because of being a mom, (laughs) there's always something to do. I can't get even through like you think like, oh, you know, like a lot of time to sit on the couch. Not even really, because, like, I don't know. If my focus is on on something other than him, like, even if my eyes are on my phone or on the TV, he doesn't like it. You can tell. He's like, give me all your attention. Look at my eyes when you're giving me a bottle. It's so funny. I don't know where the time goes every day. And then I think, like, okay, um, you spend half an hour every three hours giving him a bottle. So that's a whole, that's a huge chunk of hours that, you know, that are, that you used to have that you yeah. don't have now. And I'm so not complaining. Like, I love it. And this is like, I can stare at his face all day long. 
You're not complaining. But it's so crazy what just like how it changes your life completely. Jared's here. He's walking up the stairs. He just came home from work. Jared's working all the time because, you know, we have the new business. Hey, Jared. He washes his hands before he touches the baby every time. Good for him. I mean, that's great, right? But like also like Jared, the dudes, we don't need to do that. <laughs> the uh so he's been working. You've been at home. You're trying to catch yeah. up. Now, I've been saving this question. It's a very, it's not like a, a revolutionary question, but I've been saving it for the moment that um, felt necessary. So you're, you're into this mom thing now. Like you're, you're going to always be learning. It's always going to feel probably crazy and like you don't know what you're doing, but like you're in it now. What is something that was unexpected or that you didn't understand about being a mom that you've learned now since your mom day started? Um, I think, well, because this is like an episode just of headlines and Jared just walked into the room from work and I blessedly get to have him today um, here at home at five o'clock. That's amazing. I'd love for him to come and do like this segment together. Yeah. So as you just mentioned, Jared is walking up the stairs. He's washing his hands before he holds your baby because he cares so much. And <laughs> now that he's with us. A clean man. And it is a gift, as we've learned, that he is home at 5 o'clock from work, able to spend time with the family. It's a big deal that he's here with you. Um, I think it would be awesome. We've all kind of been waiting and saving um, the questions for this moment. But if you guys could just talk a little bit about what you've learned as parents so far, some of the things that are shocking and surprising to you too, some of the things that maybe you feel like, wow, I'm better at this than I even knew I was. Just spend some time, if you don't mind, walking through what being a parent is like to this day. First of all, hi, Ben. How are you, buddy? Hey, stud. Uh, oh, yeah, I got to talk. First of all, Ashley, why are your hands filthy? Well, I got a blessed moment before where he was asleep in his car seat for like an hour and a half. So I spray painted the oh, chairs. Oh, nicely done. Uh, so, all right. So the question at hand, what have we learned as parents? Well, what, what's surprising? I think that what's surprising is one, everything does come natural like everybody says it will. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's just like anything in life. You just adapt and learn how to do it. It's like, okay, here's a kid. So just keep it alive. I was just saying that the biggest change for me is definitely the time suck. Like, I mean, just giving him bottles is like three, a total of three hours a day. Uh, yeah. I'd also well, say just, you also, you're not here for all the bottles. I'm not here for all the bottles. <laughs> I would say just the emotional uh, exhaustion of it all. Really? Yeah. I'm always tired, but maybe that's some other shop all the that's time. That's because you're at the shop all the time. Uh, I would, it's, yeah, man, it's great. It's just, you're just, your life isn't about you anymore. Like I, it sucks. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it just, Why? it's great, but it sucks at the same time. Yeah. Cause it's like, I just, you know, I can't go to the gym anymore as much as I want to, or as much as I want to, or I just don't go to the gym anymore. And then. You know, so I don't feel my physically best, which doesn't make me feel my mentally best, but I do love Dawson more than anything. He's definitely worth it. But then, you know, like, bro, golf is just, yeah, oof, I haven't been golfing in a long time. So that's out the window as of right now. But also, I would say that has a lot to do with Audrey's because I'm there so much. 1,000% all of our stress comes from the fact that we decided to do three things at once. Yeah, so and it's going to settle down. House, baby. And business, okay? Mm. So there are like three full-time jobs that we took on all in the same month, the same season, the same season of the year. And you see, like, he's, just he's making entertained noises. right now. He's, he's very entertained. entertained. He's right on now. the bed. He's just... Uh-oh. 
I'll go grab it in a second. I would say uh, also another surprising, not surprising, I think a lot of the things I expected, if I'm being honest. I know it's an underwhelming answer, but, you know, I expected to fall madly in love with him. I am. I expected to be uh, in awe of every little moment. Literally I am. everything. I'm just like, look at him. Look at him. Yeah, this, everything him he does. You're as like, long you're... as he's not crying, it's like, holy shit, look at him. <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. He's the best. You know, I'm excited for him to grow up. I'm excited to him. Listen, I'm going to be his parent. I'm not, I, there's a difference between being a parent and a friend. I'm not one of those people that believes that, like, I want to be my son's friend. I want to be my son's father. But, you know, I want to play catch with him and I want to, you know, show him the things that I love. And, uh, it's cool. Like even something as stupid I was feeding in this morning and Mission Impossible is on. Hmm. And I'm like, bro, you're going to watch every Tom Cruise movie and you're going to love it. Oh my God. My favorite moment with him, unfortunately, Jared wasn't here for it. <laughs> but last week he was, he was like being a little, okay, yeah, just hold him. Uh, he was being like a little fussy and we were really realizing that he loves being out. Like he's super social. Whenever he's out, like out to dinner, out at Audrey's, he is in his happiest state. Like mm. he likes to see a lot of things around him and like to hear different sounds. So I was like, you gotta, we gotta turn you on to music already. So I started playing the greatest showman soundtrack for him mm. amongst others of my favorites. And we're not just talking boy bands. We're talking about like lots of other like classic, great, timeless music. And he was kicking and moving his arms and his legs and his eyes were getting wide and everything mm. as we were listening to the Greatest Showman soundtrack. And it was so cool to see his reaction to some of my favorite music. Mm. Well, you guys have also, like you mentioned, you've you've done a lot in a short period of time. You, as to repeat, you got a house, you started a business. Which... We we may move out of <laughs> which you may move. because we because we want to make things even more difficult for us. Actually, well, this is this is the thing. Our house is actually we we very much like our house, but it's thirty five minutes from Audrey's, and we thought that wouldn't be that bad of a commute. I'm just gonna babble here. This is like a therapy session with Ben. Um, yeah, we didn't think that was gonna be that bad of a commute for Jared, but it is because he at least has the kind of job there as the owner that he could bounce back and forth when during busy hours and slow hours, you know, he could be home, but he can't exactly bounce when the commute is 35 minutes. He's not going to go back mm. and forth twice a day. And then with Dawson, he wants to be as home as much as possible. And like, I need more help. So we're even looking for another house right now. <laughs> Which is insane because I'm gonna have to do what I've just done, move in and settle and make a make it a home all over again. But in the long run, we do think it's going to be helpful for us and like good for our mental health and our whole family health. I get it. No, and that makes sense. And you know, a lot of people when you have a baby, a lot of people don't add the things that you guys have on, but you have added a lot on. There is something I'm really intrigued to talk to you both about because, Ashley, we spoke about it before Dawson was even born, and I haven't got to talk to Jared about it, but, uh, you know, in I'm 33, a lot of my friends are having their first children or second children, um, or they're thinking about having kids or trying at this stage. There is an anxiety element, right? Uh, even just having a baby in your house and worrying about your baby now and, and worrying about it, uh, the baby sleeping, and then also the worry about the work and then the worry about a new home or work in general. How are you two doing uh, when it comes to your anxiety levels and your mental health and how you're functioning both as humans? 
Oh, I mean, we're fully depressed, but. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, how honest is he going to be here? <laughs> and that's no, fair. I, no, and, and it's fair to talk about dude, because the thing, just be honest because there is, I mean, I get to hear, right? When you're, when you're friends with people or there's people listening who have been through this, maybe you're not depressed. Maybe you're like, hey, this is super easy on us and like we're just thriving and that's okay too. But be honest about how, where you guys are at. I, the way I center myself is, listen, we're tired, we're exhausted. Like we were saying before, you know, everything that we do now is really Dawson first, uh, trying to prioritize how he's doing. I know I try to help Ashley out in any way I can. Um, but so it's exhausting and there's a lot of things to complain about. Having said that, the way I center myself is, I mean... All you have to do is, is look like around the Seinfeld. world. Oh. No, no, no. I was gonna say all you have to do is look around the world and realize, holy crap, you know, what am I complaining about? I'm breathing right now. And that's what I really centered myself. So like as exhausted as I am and times when I get really down and just sad, I all I do is think about why am I like one day I'm gonna die and I'm not gonna be able to hold my son or I'm not gonna be able to breathe or have a sip of coffee or just look outside. Ooh. He's grabbing the mic. And so that's one, you know, those are the moments where I really just kind of center myself and realize, okay, Jared, relax. You're not the center of the universe. There's a lot mm. of people stressed out. There's a lot of people in worse scenarios than yourself. So just relax, breathe, because you get to breathe. Yeah. You know, not everybody gets to do that. Not everybody gets to live to 33. Mm. You know, it's it's a blessing. And so hopefully we live for a very long time. And so that's how I think. Yeah. Mine is very similar as well. It's like Jared and I have this horrible fear, this dooming fear that will happen one day of our parents dying. Of course. And well, then like our siblings, we don't even think about our siblings because, you know, they're our age. The lowest. But, oh, God. <laughs> lowest. All those things So I think about sometimes we're just like, you know, that day is not today and we have everybody happy, healthy and safe. And like, I can't be luckier. Has these existential questions uh, became um, heightened now since Dawson's born? Do you find yourselves kind of asking and worrying and thinking about these big life things now? Yeah. Oh, my God. When we first had him, when we were living at my parents for those couple of weeks, yeah. I was crying all the time, mm. being like, and not in a baby blues way, you know, not in a postpartum way or anything like that. Cause it was like happy tears, but I was like, it can't get better than this. Somebody's mm. going to die soon. Like you oh, can't yeah. just, you can't live a life like this perfect just because like when he's born and you know, you're like, Oh my God, I love him. I can't believe how much I love him. Yeah. I think about those things too. We were, I was on a flight by myself. I forget when I was probably on the, Oh, you went, you went, you went back here for like three days. Oh yeah! Oh my like God, we were afraid that he. Well, was I was thinking die if something. Well, I I think about this. I I think about it differently now because now if I, you know, something tragic happened, I wasn't here. It it's weird to think that, you know, Dawson would grow up without a father. <laughs> yeah. You know, and the same thing with mom. Uh, mom, Jesus, with Ashley. I mean, obviously, I think of it in my terms because I don't want to think of anything bad happening to Ashley. But like, it's weird to think like, yeah, bro, you, you know, so many of my friends unfortunately have had to grow up without their dad for a multitude of reasons, whether it's, you know, they're not, he's not with the family anymore or unfortunately passed in an early age. And to think like that would happen to, that's, that's the weird mind blowing. Like to yeah. think that like I would die and then he would grow up and then he would be the kid now to be like, yeah, my, my dad died mm -hmm. when I was, you know, a baby. Yeah. It's like, Jesus. Ugh. Well, I worry about Jared in the car driving back and forth. I'm like, do we need to get you a bigger, safer car now? 
Yeah. All right, let's talk about Disney yeah. or something, bro. <laughs> well, and uh, it's just interesting to see the switch. You know, all this is touching about the switch once Dawson was born, where your minds went, where your hearts went, where your you know your heart was opened up, your anxiety and your fear increased, and your responsibilities increased at the same time. Yet you're sitting there smiling at your beautiful boy and enjoying every second of it. And it's weird, right? If if I was to describe, hey, you're gonna think more about the fragility of life. You're going to be more tired than you've ever been before. You're going to have more responsibilities than you know what to do with. And on top of all that, it's going to feel like you're learning every day something new. Hey, does this sound fun to you? If you didn't add in that you had a baby, you'd be like, no, that sounds awful. But you had a baby, and for some beautiful, miracle, miraculous reason... You're like, and it's all worth it. And it makes my life better. And I cry because I can't imagine it being any more perfect than this moment. Yeah. yeah. It's weird when we think of ourselves as, uh, certainly I don't think of myself as indestructible, but you always, I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but you. I worry about every, other people. I don't worry about myself. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, I feel like I, you know, I don't know. I always think of ways of survive, surviving things. Point is, uh, it's so much different with him. Because he's just so fragile. Yeah. I'm like, we think about it like if I trip, he's in my arms. He like, doesn't yeah. even know how to turn over. If he fell, like, oh, it's just good. I Every time we walk down the stairs, yeah. it's a thing. You know, I, every step I take, it's like, this could be it. Yeah. yeah, it's so weird to think about how vulnerable he is. Yeah. Jesus, man. Like, your life is literally in our hands. Isn't that crazy, bro? Yeah. It's, and then it's, one day he's going to grow up and be like, I hate you, dad. Because yeah. he's going to say that. That's all what he say says. That. I've never said that to my parents before. Ben, did you ever say that? I said it once. I've regretted it uh, ever since. Yeah, I did. I said it to my dad once. And uh, yeah, it, I still remember the moment. I didn't mean it. I was angry. And I. it still sucks that I ever said the day because it's the opposite of anything I've ever felt or f- felt at the time or feel now. But yes, you do. You're a teenager. And they... It's usually because they catch you doing something you shouldn't do and you're feeling super guilty about it and you've lied to them and gotten out of it and then they like ask you one more time and you're like, hey, I hate you. Stop asking me these questions. And they're like, well, that hurts really bad. (laughs) I know. To this day, I remember being in like first or second grade and I was going through this phase where it's like I didn't want to be taking care of anyone that wasn't a girl. Like I wanted all my teachers to be girls. I wanted like every, you know, every babysitter had to be a girl. And so they're going to leave me home with my grandpa and my grandma, but I guess I didn't want to, I don't know what it was about grandpa. And I go, no, don't leave me home alone with grandpa. He's mean. It's like, what? He was the nicest, <laughs> never mean ever. But like, called I was, grandpa mean. I called grandpa you? mean. And now to this day, I still think if he had overheard that, I just can't, I can't deal with that guilt. Yeah. But then you fast forward yourself into their shoes. Now we're all adults. If a kid said that, yeah, to you'd, your grandpa, to you'd your be dad, like, you'd be we like, would laugh about it. Yeah. You know? So I guess as a kid, you feel a lot more guilty about it than as an adult but still well it's really great to catch up with you too and it's good to get and what you're uh, accomplishing and what how you're changing as humans it's great to see it and and i think from all of us we appreciate you all giving us the update and uh, we will continue to keep updates as your family grows and as dawson grows and as you two uh continue to navigate this wildly fun journey that is parenthood um you're doing it well 
Thanks, Ben. Thanks, Ben. Our next thing is trying to make him smile. So he smiles in his sleep most of the time, probably because he's farting. But <laughs> now I'm trying to like make him smile because I can see it. Like I can like see on the his. Verge. It's on the verge. I can see his facial recognition. I can see like he's opening his mouth. He's enjoying it. Yeah, it's a poo poo. I don't know what that means, but I say it a lot to him. But he seems to enjoy it. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. what he said to Lois beforehand. Yeah, now poor oh, dude, Lois. I can just see we it in feel her face. She knows so she's a stepchild. bad about I mean Lois. That. So bad. She's actually gets plenty of attention, but it's just, I speaking. think it's her looking at the love that he gets that you makes get so her much sad. Love. Yeah, it used so to be much her. Love. Um, okay, but wait, one more thing that I wanted to mention, because I said this on Instagram, and I had somebody respond, I don't remember who it was, but it was also a, a, a bachelor mom. So the only time that I've been more tired, because like he's a really good sleeper, we don't get like solid, like, you know, eight hours straight through, we get no. breaks and stuff, Yeah, but we, we get, probably but we like get more than the average parents, I think, yeah. he's been, he's pretty good, and he mm. has been pretty good from the start. Um, but the time in my life where I was way more tired than this was definitely filming The Bachelor. That's because we would go to bed at two in the morning and wake you up at seven. Exactly. <laughs> so if like you can survive God, that people. and then like be on camera, you can get through it a lot. I get through a lot. You can get through a lot. Yeah. Well, I have something that's going to make Dawson <laughs> you smile. You think that's snotty of me um, to say? No, 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 not it's at like, all. If you can get through The Bachelor, you can get through anything. Yeah, I mean, it's the same <laughs> as torture, right? Yeah. I, uh, I do have something that's going to make Dawson smile. It's going to be Bachelor headlines, and they're going to come up right after the break. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So... The next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest. Thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is 
and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877-351-0300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, hope the doctor can see you this month, or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people. Or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types. Plus, a doctor's easy guide so you'll know exactly what to take and when. No waiting to see the doctor. No waiting at the pharmacy. It's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health famous. You can use the promo code FAMOUS. That's promo code FAMOUS at twc.health slash famous. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening. Because they believe that their product should provide more than just power, they should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely. Available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Moving on from Bachelor headlines, or geez, moving on from Jared and Ashley and Dawson, we're going to go into Bachelor headlines, and there's a lot of them today, and there's some that we really got to celebrate. And this first one falls into that category. Former bachelorette Andy Dorfman is engaged to boyfriend Blaine Hart. The quote is, I finally found love. Yay for Andy. I'm excited. I'm also curious because they met or, okay, so they rekindled their relationship in Italy. And I want to know rekindled or she says the, yeah, yeah, rekindled last summer in italy so i gotta know rekindled from when from what was this a fling that turned into a relationship at some point later down the road or was this an ex-boyfriend who turned into a now current boyfriend and fiance i don't know but we have to get andy on here and ask her about it she brings up italy because that's where she's thinking about doing the wedding she says that she's 
not interested at all at planning a wedding. She says she wants to take the groom's job, basically doing nothing <laughs> um, during this wedding planning process. Um, she says it'll be like a small thing whenever it does happen. But as far as the engagement goes, happened this week. It was very exciting. He told her, uh, let's go to dinner. And uh, before, do you want to like just get some, you want to have some cocktails on the beach during sunset? She says it's something that they do, that they do a lot. So it wasn't like out of the ordinary or whatnot. And she's like looking at the water. And before she knows it, she turns around and he's down on one knee. She says she doesn't really remember anything except for like crying and hugging him. And then they, uh, instead of going to the restaurant, he goes, we're going to spend the night at Hotel Bel Air. And then he said, well, let's go home first, pack a bag. And then when she opened the door, uh, all of their family, they're both their families and closest friends were there to surprise her. Her niece and nephew came running up. She said it was so cute. And um, he also, they they picked out the jewelry. They, they picked out the ring mm. actually together, which is interesting because why was it really a surprise? It can't be couldn't have been a surprise if they were picking out jewelry another thing we have to ask her um they use the same jeweler as the as her, her parents did 40 years ago that's amazing that's such a great story and great for andy i wonder ashley if you remember right maybe two years ago we had a headline where andy dorfman had posted a picture with a guy's legs on the beach remember that Oh would, my God, is that him? I wonder if it is him. We got to ask her. We got to get her on. But I'm just wondering, back in the day, there was that like Bennett, you know, it was Bennett Jordan. It was maybe him. And he was like, oh no, he's playing all coy about it. And it wasn't him at all. I wonder if it was this guy and that they maybe like took a time, some time apart and then got back together. I don't know. Um, those are all speculation and we need to bring write her on down to clear these things questions. up. Nah, I, <laughs> yes, I won't let's forget. write down these questions. And I'm then, very, uh, very interested in Andy Dorfman's love life, so yeah. I won't forget it. Uh, hey, we uh, we mentioned it last week, Ashley. We kind of uh, argued back and forth if we thought uh, Bachelor in Paradise would happen. We wondered if it was going to happen. People were starting to speculate that it wasn't going to happen, but we now have some more info for you because we promised you we would. So here's the headline. Bachelor in Paradise 2022, everything we know. This according to Mary Claire. Yeah, so I had mentioned last week that like the timing was weird. I was like, why don't they just start filming Bachelor in Paradise in May and then we get that season? Why do another Bachelor, why do this Bachelorette season now when we already have Michelle's Bachelorette season to pick men from? And then we have, of course, this past Bachelor season to pick women from. And then you said, I don't know, it might get canceled. Well, that was a speculation, especially back in October when Reality Steve mentioned that because of the ratings, he was thinking that it might get canceled. But this does not seem to be the, the truth of the matter because right now it looks like producers are making calls to Bachelor alums seeing if they're interested in being in the upcoming season. We just don't really know when it'll air. It'll probably be airing later than usual, like maybe October time after The Bachelorette airs. And I just find like that's going to be maybe a little bit weird feeling because Paradise is such a summer show, but, but who knows? I guess we'll just experiment a bit. It's going to be interesting to see. I mean, I think a lot of people um, are intrigued. You know, the Paradise might have low ratings, 
Um, but the people that watch it really engage in it. And there's, there's a difference between now, I think on television where people just watch a show and it gets great ratings or people reacting, um, and taking action on the show. And I think paradise gets a lot of social media attention. Uh, people love talking about it, writing articles on it. I would still, I mean, last week I said, Hey, I I don't know if it's going to happen. Uh, I, as I spent more time this week thinking about it, I'd be shocked if it didn't happen. Uh, because it is such a involved show and people love watching it. It's very loyal following. Yeah, it's definitely like if you're talking impressions versus engagement, it gets a ton of engagement if we were like talking in social media terms. And I can I can say that I personally know that some of these girls are getting calls from producers. So they're in the casting process. Well, that's exciting for so many. Now, we do have some uh, very interesting headlines that I didn't think we'd be talking about this week, but we they came up. Um, they were uh, given to us, and I think they're interesting to talk about. Katie Thurston and John Hersey reflect, this is the headline, on Blake Moyne's reaction to the romance. 12 Days of Messy Backlash that Katie received is also involved in this article. And uh, they also touch on, do they feel pressure to get engaged? All this is according to Us Weekly. But again, here's the things that we're going to talk about as Ashley breaks it down. Katie Thurston and John Hersey's relationship. Also, Blake Moyne's reaction to the romance. The 12 Days of Messy, if you remember, Katie did just a, a while back and kind of the backlash that she got for that. And do they feel pressure to get engaged? Okay, so let's start with, do they feel pressure to get engaged? Uh, she says that because The Bachelor process is so fast that people just like expect it to come but it's not anything that they feel pressure to to go into right now they're in the normal world she said not on a dating show so after a few months that's just not what they're thinking of right now and they're very much mentally living in the quote normal world um as far as blake goes John said that they're kind of disappointed in the way that the Blake stuff has gone down because he's been like relatively open about how things unfolded on podcasts. And he said that there was no overlap in the relationships and that he actually hung out with Blake for like 12 to 18 hours, they say, um, when Katie and Blake were together and John was with another girl. And they had a lot of fun together. They did an escape room, said they hung out all day. Um, So it was disappointing when he heard Blake on all these podcasts saying things like, oh, I wasn't putting, uh, Katie wasn't putting effort into our relationship. That's why it was failing and falling apart. And then he goes, well, at John says, as Katie's good friend at the time, I saw how much effort she was putting into that relationship and how much she was trying to make it work and it wasn't just one-sided. And he said that was really upsetting to see. So then the other reason that Katie in the whole 12 days of messy thing, let me start that fresh again. So then the 12 days of messy thing, why Katie and John went public so quickly. She's, they said that um, once they explored their connection a little bit and they knew that was going to be something that was going to be long-term, they didn't want to have to sneak around. They didn't want to like, they didn't want people to like see them in public and then like wonder, like come up with their own agenda or narrative. They just wanted to be out there and open with what was going on. And I guess that was smart because if they did hide it more, then there'd probably be even additional speculation that there was some overlap in the relationships. 
you know, obviously both sides, I think, have been, you know, open since the breakup. And these breakups are messy. I mean, they are. They're already in the public light. Uh, They're already talked about. Um, People are being asked about it. I mean, I can't, you know, be on either person's side here because here's the truth of it. Blake has his own things going on now. So if he goes on a podcast, he's going to be asked about Katie. Like I know from personal experience, if you like it or not, you're going to be asked about whoever it is that you're with from the show. That's a thing. And it's going to happen for years to come. And you're going to find like a few things to say and a lot of things not to say to give like some type of fair response and truthful response without, you know, maybe throwing the other person on the bus. Now, Mm -hmm. Katie and John, they're dating. Like, you expect them to hide it, not to be out there about it? No, like you should. They should be out there. They should have fun. They should be exploring this thing. I just think uh, it's one of the interesting things that happen in this world is people's feelings are really legitimately really hurt because there are still emotions at play and there's still history at play. And that's something for all of us to realize as we watch these things unfold is these are still humans trying to figure out how to find love. It's it's not easy. So, um you know, but they're talking about it. And that's something that we're going to talk about here. They talk about it. We're going to talk about it. Well, speaking of talking about it, Tasha Adams confirms ABC gave her and Caitlin Bristow a heads up about Jesse Palmer hosting The Bachelorette. This is according to Us Weekly as well. Mm-hmm. She said, Caitlin and I both had a phone call weeks prior saying that they were going to go move forward with Jesse. So it wasn't really a surprise when it was announced in the finale that he would also be hosting The Bachelorette. She says, I'm very happy for him. I feel like he's been so sweet and kind to me. So I wish everybody that takes that position the very best. And I'm excited to see the new season. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So... The next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What 
advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. So yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, hope the doctor can see you this month, or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people. Or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types. Plus, a doctor's easy guide so you'll know exactly what to take and when. No waiting to see the doctor. No waiting at the pharmacy. It's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/famous. You can use the promo code famous, that's promo code famous at twc.health/famous. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Caitlin Bristow is also speaking about um, how she felt triggered by The Bachelorette having two leads for season 19. It's an interesting comment. I'm excited to hear about the article, Ashley, because obviously I was on that season. Um, I told you last week, I do think it's going to be interesting, to say the least, on how they do this two Bachelorette thing. I don't know how it works out and how it works out well without just adding more messiness and more drama to the situation, but... I also will say it'll probably make very interesting and fun television, uh, but it's mm-hmm. it's interesting to hear Caitlin's response. So, Ashley, why, why is she saying this? 
Well, it makes me feel kind of guilty now for being excited about the two Bachelorettes. Because back during Caitlyn's originals, you know, well, not original season, I guess that was Chris's, but her Bachelorette season with you, I felt like it was going to be her and Britt the entire time. And I was excited to see how they were going to navigate that, how guys were going to date one, and that there's going to be dates with another, and blah, 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 blah. But then it ended up being eliminating Bachelorette, which is like the most hurtful thing. And we we mm-hmm. all like are not really down for the way that that unfolded but i thought with there being two the entire time like it's gonna be with um gabby and rachel this could be fun but then caitlin says this and i'm like oh darn it she totally has a point so she says oh my gosh can a woman have her own season first it was first it was her season she was like it was claire and then she was gone so then it had to be taisha two in one season and then there was katie back to back with michelle season and now we have two bachelorettes again Interesting. Uh, can't it just be you know one bachelorette she goes i just want somebody to have their own season and i just don't want them to be pitted against each other i don't know how the format is going to work i don't know what their little system is going to be like but i know how two bachelorettes felt with her and it felt like being pitted against each other for men to decide she also said we could all get weird on what's acceptable and what's not acceptable in Bachelor World because, you know, that's a real gray area. But I wish I was there for this because I know how it feels. And yeah, that's so true. I do like Jesse as a host, but in the case of there being yeah. two Bachelorettes, it would have been appropriate for Taisha and Caitlyn to be hosts, especially Caitlyn. But yeah, Taisha was also part of a two bachelorette season. So when I think about it like that, it's kind of yeah. confusing why they wouldn't just stick with Jesse for the bachelor and the girls for the bachelorette. It is confusing. Um, and it is interesting to hear Caitlyn's take because she obviously has been there and she knows. And it's interesting to hear this take also because Caitlyn was the one that walked away being the bachelorette during that season so if she still felt like that was odd to you know remove brit from that season i can't imagine how she feels to either share a season um or how brit maybe feels about this whole situation i'm sure brit's fine she seems very happy but i do think it's odd um i also believe ashley just my prediction um is that because of the backlash now, I'm sure the Bachelorette and the Bachelor franchise knows they're going to get backlash because of two Bachelorettes. Like, that's not beyond them. They, they're very, they're yeah. very like aware that this is not going to just sit easy with everybody. I have a feeling we're going to see a double Bachelor season probably following this. Oh, smart, smart man. You're probably Which will right. be very, very odd. And I, I, here's, here's what I think, Ashley. I'm all for that. <laughs> um, Tell me what you think. I'm all for it because, yeah, it's, I mean, Caitlin's right. Like, there's been a lot of double bachelorettes here coming up. I just hope this isn't a trend. Like, I think it takes away from the show a lot. I, I mean, you know, we want to watch um, the lead's journey. If it's a bachelor or a bachelor, I hope we don't start having like two or three or whatever bachelors and bachelorettes every season. It just feels like it would be hard to like get emotionally invested into. Yeah, I don't have much to elaborate on that except for like, I hope so too. Yeah. Because while this is cool for one season, maybe even two with The Bachelor, yeah. I don't want it to be the the norm. Mm, I don't either. It's less romantic. 
But it is less TV. romantic. That's what I think. Um, but we'll watch it and we'll see how it goes. It's going to be intriguing for this next season. Well, um, speaking of the norm, this has been the norm, well, since we were on the show. But Jesse Palmer thinks onset psychologists, he came out and said this, uh, are very necessary. Now, this was a part of our show when we were doing it, Ashley. So why is he speaking about this now? It seems like, well, mental health is being talked about more than even when we were on the show. Mm -hmm. And I also feel like fans have just been asking a lot about it. I think that because mental health is talked about more now, people have been asking the question, like, is this time in which people are like, got the spotlight on them and it's highly emotional? Like, is there somebody to guide them is there just producers to talk to or is there somebody who can really help them if they are mentally struggling and yeah i ben and i have talked about it multiple times but now jesse's saying this he goes uh psychologists are always there in the moment talking to the bachelor and the bachelor and the contestants to keep everyone as mentally healthy as possible um abc has made mental health care a massive priority um, because uh, it seems like some of Bachelor Nation, the alum themselves, have complained about mental health after the show and the show's lack of resources. So I think what Jesse's trying to say is that there's always somebody there during filming. Um, and then there, then he also says that they're always trying to take steps to benefit their cast members. I can just speak on experience. I didn't really need like a lot of help during um, the aftermath of the show. I actually handled the online criticism relatively well, being that I did have some episodes where I got a lot of hate, but I would just vent a lot to family and friends. Mm. But on the show, I definitely used the uh, psych like a psychologist a lot in paradise. I love talking to her and it made me feel so much better to vent to somebody who didn't have like any sort of agenda, but it's not, and they're always there watching supposedly. They're like always in like the back room making sure like everything is like really, really okay. What was your experience with the psychologist? They switched psychologists yeah. during Bachelor Winter Games, and I didn't feel as connected or close to that one, so I didn't really talk, nor did I think I needed it as much then. And same with the Bachelor. Like, they checked, I checked, you know, you check in with them multiple times throughout the process, especially depending on how long you're there for. But I didn't really use it as a resource, like, as somebody to really confide in until Paradise. You know, I... uh I struggled. I still do. Like I can get pretty down. Um, and so I, I didn't use the bachelor psychologist. I, I hired my own. Oh, you uh, did? Did they, did you bring them? You didn't, no, you couldn't bring no, them along, this was after, during was the after, show, yeah. during the show and the filming of the show, I didn't, I didn't speak to the psychologist. Um, I think they had to do a check-in once, but it was just a check-in. Uh, I honestly, Ashley, I felt like I recognized that I was so, kind of confused and my mind was so emotional and I was so over my head, like on, like I, there was no prep for, for me to be the bachelor that I just kind of recognized, Hey, like I'm not good. Um, and so as soon as I got home, then I started to, you know, access some resources, pastoral counseling, 
um, personal, like more secular counseling, like really started to dive into that. Cause I knew, I knew I was going to need it. And I have a feeling that my friends, I can't remember probably had encouraged me to do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's important to have, I think it's a great resource. I just don't remember ever using them. So I don't remember ever being around. Really? Yeah. I don't remember being, maybe as the lead, you're so busy that it's just not front of mind. Maybe you just don't even think about it. Hmm. So, but it's, that's, that's sad. I loved the psychiatrist. (laughs) Well, that's great. I loved her. I would just so, I'd vent to her. I really felt like she understood me. It was also my only time, like, doing therapy at all. If you want to call it therapy. It was, like, 45 minutes, like, in the bungalow. (laughs) Well, it's a great note for any future contestants is to access that resource because it is there, uh, and it is available, uh, and it is a safe space and a place that doesn't typically have very safe spaces. It is a safe space for just letting some things out, and I think it's very great to use. Um Okay, transitioning a little bit. Uh, you were talking about a little bit about Paradise there. Blake Moines, who we just talked about a second ago, says he would never say never to Bachelor in Paradise after Katie Thurston split. The quote is, can't wait to get on that beach. Uh-oh. Okay, well, he's being sarcastic. He was doing something, you know, an Instagram Q&A, and somebody said, are you going to do Paradise? And, like, when are we going to see you on our TV screens again? And he was like, duh, Paradise, count it down. Can't wait to get on that beach, get back into it. And I think that that would be, like, you know, most people would think, yeah, Blake's totally going to make an appearance. He made an appearance on Katie's season and ended up winning the thing. So uh seems natural that he would give it a shot in Paradise. But he says probably not, never say never, but... Not unless it was a great opportunity for something, but I'd like to not. What do you mean a great opportunity for something? It's a great opportunity for love, Blake. (laughs) Yeah, come on, Blake. Open that heart up again, buddy. It's worth it. Uh, I think he'd be great on the beach. I think people would be very, very interested um, in his story. Well, final headline of today is about Ashley Hubert and J.P. Rosenbaum. Um, we talked about them uh, having a divorce uh, just a few years ago. Well, Ashley is now opening up about her boyfriend. Um, seems like it's getting more serious. Seems like it is out there in the public now. Um, this, according to Us Weekly, uh, Ashley, I can Eddie, tell us about it. Uh, I was surprised to know that she had a boyfriend. So she hasn't really shared it on social media, which is why I didn't really know. She has been with him for almost a year now, but she says that the first four or five months she was in denial about the relationship, which is why she feels like it probably went so fast, like how like she blinked and it's been a year. She says that she's probably not going to get married again one day. She says marriage complicates things. I'd rather just love someone and choose to be with them. She ended up introducing him to her kids, um, which are four I mean, four, which are seven and five, about nine months into the relationship. So relatively recently. And for some reason, she doesn't know how it happened, but but they both thought that he was their babysitter and they said he was the best babysitter ever. (laughs) Hey, I mean, that's that's some brownie points right there. Right. Uh, Ashley introduces them and. They think it's a babysitter and they love the babysitter. I mean, that works. Well, she she said it's one of my friends. So she didn't say this is my boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, that is the big update. I actually saw that on the new, like on um, one of the websites. 
Yahoo or something today or Google was Ashley uh, was talking about her boyfriend. So it's out there in public now and we'll continue to follow that story as it continues to progress. Well, that's all the headlines we have for you today. That's a lot of headlines, a lot going on in Bachelor Nation. Uh, we talked about engagements to past romance, to Bachelor in Paradise, to the mental health uh, initiatives that the show is trying to implement. It's a lot to going on in Bachelor Nation, and we'll continue to bring it to you right here on the Almost Famous Podcast. But until next time, I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. Bye, y'all. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.